Hey everybody, this is Heather, and you're listening to Simply Healed with Heather Leonard. Today's episode is called How to Instantly Make Your Daily Existence Better. So I want to examine today, how are you living your life, guys? And could you be doing better? I mean, I think most of us could be, and this is going to tap into some really useful how-to skills. So let's get right into it, guys. Here we go. So I always want to give credit where credit is due. So I want to right now just give a nod to where I heard this because it was actually on someone else's podcast. So on Lewis Howe's The School of Greatness, he did an interview with Sadhguru who was saying something that I thought was so powerful that it stopped me in my tracks. He said, are we living our life in a pursuit of happiness or an expression of joy? I can't get that out of my head because... I feel like most of us are achieving, we're trying to get to a goal. We're definitely in a pursuit, right? There's not this part of us that's just really in the moment necessarily. We're always thinking about hitting the goal. And so what that means is we haven't gotten there yet. You know, and that's really frustrating. When you really think on that, the question just got me in all kinds of places in my head because The pursuit of happiness implies that you're not currently happy. You're going after it. And I just, when you really stop and think on that, if the majority of our life is spent in that pursuit of happiness, how much are we actually stopping to smell the roses? Because I'll tell you, I mean, for me, if you had to answer the question, because after he asked the question, he went on to say, uh, so which one gives you more happiness which one of those two things you know is the thing that like makes you feel better is it pursuing happiness or is it an expression of joy if you think into your mind in those two experiences which one feels better i mean i don't think anyone would argue that it's that expression of joy because that means you're in the moment you're actually experiencing the joy so if i could just offer anything today it's for you to stop for a minute and, and recognize, where are you at? Are you going after something? Are you in hot pursuit of this life, of this goal, of this dream, of this desire to have like a, a great job, you know, financial independence, retire at a certain age, travel, find the loving partner that you've always wanted, have children? Is it a pursuit? Is it you're going after that thing that you want that you think will then give you the happiness? Because here's the thing, guys. Nothing's guaranteed. (laughs) So if you spend all your time in the pursuit and then you don't get there, that's kind of a life not worth living, right? I mean, I would rather have find the joy in each and every day of what I currently have. And I honestly believe that if you can do that, it will bring more of those goals to you anyway. You'll be like a magnet because you'll be in the good energy, the good vibrations, the higher... um, you know, the higher vibrations that attract more good stuff. But at pursuit, that's effort, that's hard, that's difficult. And that's going to be bringing in more hard, difficult pursuits into your life. And I don't know about you guys, but I got enough going on. (laughs) I have enough hard pursuits. I don't need any more. I certainly don't want to be attracting them. That's for darn sure. I mean, 
Yeah, it is hard sometimes when your current reality doesn't look the way you want it to. Like if you feel like you just see people, like children was a great example, that last one I just said, because if you see people out there with their families, especially now around the holidays and you're you're seeing these families enjoying their time together and that little hint of, I don't want to say jealousy, but it's like, a, you know, like, man, I wish I had that. That's what I want. That's what I'm longing for. And if that's at your core... I'm not saying abandon that that desire. I'm not saying that that huge career goal you've always had should just be put, shelved and put on hold. I'm saying keep working towards it with active steps every day. But while you're doing that, that pursuit of happiness has to be laced with, I mean laced with, all of the expressions of joy every single day, all of the just outward excitement over what's currently going on because if it's just sweat and labor and that's all that's happening day in and day out that's your existence and that's your future you just painted your future and that's not a pretty future that's not the future that you're envisioning on that vision board of yours with the you know nice car great family beautiful locations (laughs) that is not what you're gonna get and Man, it is really draining and exhausting to live in a constant state of pursuit without stopping to enjoy and not just smell the roses, but pick them and roll in them. And (laughs) you know what I mean? Like really, really good, joyous experiences. I'm not just talking about, okay, yeah, this weekend I'm going to go, you know, I don't, the things people will tell me that they decide to do to, to have a moment of joy or to have an experience of joy, I would say You'd be better off to just right now in the space you're in. Don't travel somewhere. Don't go out somewhere to achieve it. Don't set a plan for tomorrow to go do it. Again, that's just future planning. I say right here and now, look around you. I mean, it could be this sweater that you're wearing that just feels so good on your body. Why can't you just express the joy and the excitement around that? Something small like that, but consistently happening throughout your day of like, oh, I'm so lucky. Wow, how how blessed am I that I am sitting in my home right now recording this podcast. I don't have to go in and do a nine to five, which is something I don't desire. I am so blessed. I get to be in my comfy clothes on a cold day with my warm cup of coffee and I didn't have to race out the door to get to you know, my first client at 7 a.m. like I used to. I have so much gratitude around that. It's so good, it feels so good. And I gotta sit in that for a minute. And then I grab this computer and I start podcasting and it feels so good for me and it's something I enjoy so much. And then after I'm done this, I'm going to take a warm shower. I'm going to enjoy it. (laughs) I am going to breathe in some like, you know, soaps that smell amazing. Be so happy to have clean water. Just enjoy the moment of like my kids are at school. I get to have peace and quiet to have a nice shower without anybody needing me. These are things to be grateful for and excited about and joyful right? Joyful around these things. You are blessed. And people don't, they look for like big things to feel blessed and to feel like this excitement and joy. Why? The little things are just as exciting because they're not really little. They're cumulative, right? Add those things all up and I have a rich, beautiful life. I love my life. And yes, I have things on the burner. I have things coming up. I have forward planning to advance my career and my, you know, 
social life and all this stuff, but it's not me sitting around waiting for that or pushing for it to happen, making a plan, try, you know, pursuit, pursuit, pursuit. It's not like that. I'm enjoying that pursuit. I'm having fun. Every time I hit a goal, it's like, yes, I have a bell I ring. <laughs> it's a little, it's actually a company that I, I took a course with and they sent it as a gift and it's the best feeling to like, it's almost like that dopamine rush you get when you hear the ding of an incoming text sometimes. I don't know if any of you get that, but like when something comes in, you're waiting on something. You've been waiting to hear on something all day and then ding, oh yes, finally, and you get that little rush. It's like that, that ding. It's like, I just accomplished something. I just got a new client. I just helped somebody with X. I just, you know, managed to book my trip coming up or any big win, you should celebrate it in some sense, you know? And if you just keep celebrating that stuff all day long, you're gonna realize, you're not really any longer in that hot pursuit of happiness. You're actually really having joyful, current happenings in your life. And you're excited about it. And you're queuing now to the universe, more of this, more of this. We do not want to cue the universe more struggle, more work, more effort. And that's what you do when you are trying to get to the happiness. You know, you see it, you're doing the vision boards, you're putting everything out there to like achieve, achieve, achieve and get. It's so hard, guys, but that is really that longing and wanting is not, it's a nasty place to come from. It doesn't actually manifest into anything. So anybody who's into manifesting or law of attraction, you won't get what you desire if you're in a state of want. You're not going to get it. You're going to get more things to want and you're going to be stuck in place. So this is a hard one for a lot of people to realize is that you have to stop being so needy for the things to happen for you. You know, let that go. You've already got so much. If today was the last day on earth, you've got a lot. You know what I mean? Like people could plan for like a year out, you know, oh, in so many years, I'm going to start this. I'm going to do that or whatever. Great, great, great. Okay. Got it. Shelf it. Like, whatever. But what are you doing right now? What's exciting for you right now? What could make today's experience a little better? And so, like, for me today, I have a whole bunch of things on my plate, and I'm actually really looking forward to all of them. But I'm trying to find a way to make each one a little more enjoyable. So, for instance, I have a class I have to go to later in a lab, and I'm, you know, hypnotizing classmates, and it's fun. But it's more fun if I create a cozy place for me to sit. Like sometimes I'll just like throw blankets on the floor, sit by the fireplace, grab my drink. Like I have a friend I'm texting with. I do things to make sure that while I'm doing the thing that otherwise might be like a, uh, gotta check this off the list, that I'm actually doing things around it that make it fun and something I look forward to. So don't just let life pass you by. Grab on each and every experience and try to paint it a little better. Like if you can just make the thing, like even just sitting in the pickup line at school, I hear people complain about this all the time. Well, first off, you're choosing to pick your kid up from school. There's a bus that drops them at your driveway. So remember that you're blessed that you're even able to do that. So many parents would love to, but have to work those hours. So be happy you're sitting there, you know, and relax. Um, but again, I will bring like a drink that I love and I will sit on my phone and listen to a podcast or I will, um, you know, reach out to clients or, um, Sometimes I'll even hop out of my car and walk over to a friend's car and talk to them for a while and catch up. Um, what else? I mean, there's always things that I do in that pickup line that just bring me so much joy. Like one day I was actually laughing with a friend, texting back and forth. 
And I had to have the police officer knock on my window twice to tell me to pull up. And by the end, he was laughing right along with me because he knew I was just so caught up in whatever I was doing. I wasn't sweating it. I wasn't like, some of these people are like white knuckled on their steering wheel, getting frustrated. Why isn't anybody moving? And I'm just having a good time. I'm laughing. I'm allowing myself to just whatever, you know, like let it be fun. Life should be fun. And if you're not laughing for the good portion of your day, start shaking things up because it's time to make it fun again. Like what on earth? Think about how many hours you're just like pissing away, really. Like if you're not happy, if you're sitting at your desk stressed, if your job is high high stress or your, you know, home life is boring or your, you know, your relationship isn't completely fulfilling or whatever, stir this stuff up, guys. There was a time when these things must have been good. Why did you sign up for that job if it didn't seem appealing? Why did you pick that person as a life partner if they weren't somebody who got a spark in you going? You know, why is it that we're allowing these things to be mundane and boring when it should be fun and exciting? And if I can't find fun and excitement in every moment and every day, I know I'm doing something wrong and I pivot. Always. This is my new way. I mean, I'm not going to waste minutes of a day. So it's, I've heard from some people like, okay, slow down. It's not, but nope, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to subscribe to that because to me, slowing down, taking my time, I don't have time for that. What I do have time for is to hot pursue <laughs> all things that make me feel lit up inside. Like if there's something that makes me feel like, oh my gosh, that would be so fun, I'm doing it. I'm not gonna sit and plan and make it six months out, no. I'm ready. Like as soon as I can make that thing happen, it's gonna happen. That's just a fact. And if it's something that I'm curious about, like, oh, I wonder what that would be, I'm just gonna try it. Because what do you have to lose? The only time I ever feel like I could be losing is when I could be losing out on not trying it. And that's, something I think a lot of people do is they have the idea, they forward stick it. They like have this great idea that, oh yeah, I'd really love to go, you know, abroad and, and travel around Europe for a year. I'll, you know, maybe like a year after retirement, that'll be my first thing I do. And, and I hear that stuff all the time. And I'm like, what? Why? Is there a reason why that can't happen now? Like your job is remote for goodness sakes. Like a lot of people after COVID have that luxury. But even if you don't, um, is there really no sooner time than after you've retired that you could go and take a trip? Um, it doesn't have to be a whole year abroad, but you could definitely do a, you know, two or three weeks and have that experience now. And then if you end up saying, oh my goodness, it was the best thing I ever did. I love Europe. Great. Go move there. This is my way now. It's like, well, then go. Go to where your heart feels full and to where you're excited about what the next day could hold and you're exploring and you're finding new things and you're meeting new people. Do that until it's no longer feeling filled with joy and you're not able to express that joy and then find something else. That's the way I feel when it comes to achieving happiness. It's like, achieve it now. Achieve it in this very moment and that's the expression of joy piece that, you know, I really think those words are just so powerful. Like he hit the nail on the head because yes, it's wonderful to be in a pursuit of happiness. It sounds like a fortune cookie, you know, what we should all be doing, pursuing our happiness. But that's actually a really empty thing. When you really think of those words, it's empty. You're pursuing. That's not a word that ever sounds fun or good. 
It's not very high vibrational. <laughs> and you're pursuing happiness means you're putting it in the future. You are forward placing that experience. You're not having it in this present. And that sounds even ickier. So I want to just scratch that whole phrase right out of my being. And instead of, I mean, I'll still pursue things, sure. But, um, but happiness? Heck no. Happiness should just be a present experience, you know? And I definitely had my fair share of things in the last few years that should have dragged me into a place where happiness is hard to see around me. But if I can do it, I mean, I'd like to say most people should be able to get there because if after all the stuff that fell in my lap in like a year's time, it was about two years solid of, you know, cancer fights and, oh, you know, when you watch the person you love losing their limbs, like little by little and like somebody that's just so full of life, like all that, it can really suck the you know, but even then I was hopeful. I was positive. I was believing and having faith that it, we were going to find our way because we were doing all the right things. And I just stayed in that mindset. So for the fight part, I've managed to still find my joy and happiness in every day because I knew all the while I had it in my mind, like I always knew what could be. I knew that I could be losing him soon. So what I made the promise to myself I wouldn't do is just sit around and be sad about it through that whole fight. I wasn't going to just sit and think about the loss because pretty soon I knew I was going to be potentially in the loss. So leading up to it, I tried to just make the most out of absolutely everything, you know? He couldn't get to the Christmas tree that Christmas, so we brought Christmas into like the room that he was in. He couldn't see the gifts my kids were opening, so we, you know, found ways to make sure that he knew exactly what they were and that he was able to get excited about things that he couldn't necessarily see with his vision. Like, we found ways to still make it super fun and exciting. And and then, you know, in losing him, of course you could say, well, in that moment, there's just nothing. Well, guess what happened? So I lost him to cancer, and then everything fell apart. Like right away, I, I've told this story in first season, but I'll just, for those of you that might be new listeners, my computer, my hard drive, my my backup, my everything crashed all at once. Um, jury duty, people crashing into my mailbox, um, got a brand new car that I smashed into an ice bank, um, credit card got declined because... Um, his name had been moved to primary on the credit card, so then I couldn't make payments during COVID. Um, <laughs> it was, you know, we had toilets clogging and lights blowing out and closet doors breaking and um, all the things all at once. And it was just a hit, a hit, a hit, a hit. I mean, we're not talking like, you know, this was spanned over like two days that all these things happened. And there was more, way more. But um but just like the bulk of it, it just like the garbage kept raining down on me during that time. And it was because of my mindset. It was because I couldn't find a joy in the moment. I was so, um, I was like vacant. Like when he died, I, there was like a part of me that felt like for a moment I was laying there next to him and I felt, and this is, I don't know how to put this to words guys. I felt like God gave me a choice to close my eyes and drift off with him or to move forward and to have a life again. It was a, like a crossroads. And I can't explain that to anybody who's never been through it. I honestly felt like I could have shut my eyes and just died next to him. 
It was the most bizarre experience of my life, and I can't even explain it. But I feel like God did that because he needed me to know I was choosing this. I was choosing to stick around. I was choosing to still be able to move forward and still have life. And that is something that I remind myself of every day. I chose to still be here. I am not sitting at his graveside every day in tears and watching my life pass me by. I'm not still in my bed in my pajamas and having my kids take the bus because I can't drive them to school um, and not give them a Christmas because I don't have the you know energy to, to go shopping or whatever. Like I, I am pursuing life still. I'm building businesses. I'm chasing you know this love of life. I am still chasing that. Um, but I'm also not just in the pursuit of it, I am in this moment seeing it all around me. So until I was able to do that though, until I was able to recognize all is not lost and there's still things in this very experience and moment to be super grateful for, um, I was stuck in a loop of bad things happening because I couldn't get out of the darkness. And when you're stuck in a dark room, you will not find that light switch until you finally start to reach for it, right? Strike the match, you know what I mean? There's usually somebody who's willing to hold the light for you if you just allow it. Um, So on that note, actually, let me take a quick break and tell you exactly what it is that I am doing in order to hold the light for others. So here we go, guys. I'll be right back. So now we're stepping into the holiday season, and for those of you who are still struggling with really tough grief or know somebody who is, I do have an option that I would like to let you know about that has some spots available currently, which is super exciting at the holidays. Um, I have a program that helps people through soul-crushing loss, and my members inside are doing so fabulous. I don't even want to tell too many personal stories because, you know, their stories are their stories, but it is beautiful to watch people who are moving into new relationships, who are finding ways to just be happy again. Uh, My favorite thing is when people are doing so good, they don't even reach out to me anymore. My support is still available, but they're just doing so great and it makes my heart full. And I wanted to let anybody who feels like they need a little help at the holidays know that that is available. And even if it's not the holidays, reach out, find out if I still have available spots. Um, And so maybe I can help you out as well. So my larger program is $2,800. And the reason I'm saying that right up front is because I want people to know that this is a bigger investment. And it's a bigger investment because I want people all in, standing at the ready, ready to do this thing, and ready to take on that new life that they can be so excited about. Allow me to hold that lantern for you. It's so important. Somebody needs to be there to like just guide the way. And that's what I'm doing. Um, You would have access inside there to a Facebook group for life that is um, that has coaching inside, it has support inside, and and on top of that, you will have weeks worth of topics to cover, videos, workbooks, all the good stuff, but to just help you through any and all experiences that could come up around grief and one-on-one support with me. So if that's something that interests you, I will drop the link in today's description. And then for those of you who think that's a little bit too much of a commitment and that they would rather take their time and move through this at a slower pace maybe and stretch it out a little longer. I do have a lower ticket option as well, which is a $33 a month option. And that gives you access to the Facebook group I was just talking about. The one where you can have coaching inside there. You'll get the whole library of past lives and topics right from day one. Stay in as long or as little as you'd like. And that's it. So today it will be in the description of the podcast. So back to the show, guys. 
feel like the best example of how to get happiness is by looking at other people around you who really have it. Like you gotta have somebody in your life who's just living this life that they are just, I don't know, in love with. And think hard on this for a second, like pause and think. Cause there's a couple people in my life. I mean, I have a lot of people that are happy, but if I look at people who just love their life and are just joy filled, well, that's, I just gave away the answer. I think that the ones that really do adore their lives are the ones who are joy filled who are just kind of exuding it, you know? Their whole energy aura around them is just like all good, happy all the time, you know? They're like the people you want to see arrive at the party because once they get there, you know it's gonna be a good time. Like you can feel it, the energy shifts once they arrive. Those people always have these golden lives. Why? Because they have embraced letting it be good and easy and fun and that's at all times and at all costs. Right? Like one of my friends is so funny. Every time she comes to my house, she shows up with like gifts. We're not talking like, she's just, like anything she sees, I feel like throughout the year, she will just buy, 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 and then she just brings it all at once. And it's like fun. There's like games in there. There's like uh, drinks and uh, I don't, just anything she sees that is like, oh, we're gonna have fun with this. She just grabs it. So when she shows up, it is literally like, um, I don't even know, like living inside a board game or something. It is wild. It's like from the moment she arrives until the moment she leaves, like what next? What are we doing now? (laughs) And it's fun. And I just love that energy. And one thing I have said since my husband passed that I am an energy addict. Like I have like a handful of people who I've kind of stuck to like glue. And they are the people who are just such good energy. I can't get enough of them. And I feel like it's there's this new thing inside me that just it, like a bug to a light. It knows and can feel energies of good energy people. And I immediately just need to be in their presence and around them because I'm like, this is a good time. And even when there's things that are like, oh, you probably should like go do something else or whatever. I'm like, no. <laughs> I would much rather just be like talking to this person or to like, you know, I don't know what that is. Um, but maybe in in that loss that I experienced and everything, um, I just became acutely aware of what that negative energy vibe felt like. And so, you know, that polarity of it, it really made me recognize the high energy and the value of that high energy. I'm not willing to give up on that. Like I will stay connected to good energy people. Like I said, like, you know, uh, yeah, I'm trying to watch my language (laughs) make sure I can keep this this episode available to all. Um, But yeah, I will cling right on because I just find it's easier to maintain your own good energetic vibration when you're surrounded by people in that state of mind. Have you guys ever had the opposite happen? Because I can tell you it happens to me often. I've got my complaining friends and I love them and so it's so hard because I don't wanna cut them out of my world. I try to influence them with my own positive energy and put the spin on things so I don't have to cut them out. But it is for sure a difference when I'm around those people who wanna complain, gossip, whine, um, versus my people who are just like, what are we doing? <laughs> right? I mean, I just had a mom's night out. Oh my gosh, what a great time. So it was planned by like every year, you know, this one mom organizes it. We rent out a, like a jumpy house, not like a bouncy house, like a jump. A, I don't know. What, how do you explain it? They call it jump and joy. And literally there's like, you know, the big bouncy things, the slides, the whole, the whole thing. It's a kid's place, right? But we rent it out for a night 
We all bring gifts to do like a Yankee swap. We, there's games involved. There's, you know, we bring food and drinks. So you can only imagine. Well, we did this thing. It was like a TikTok challenge <laughs> where you have to take um, a string around your waist and attach a candy cane to it. Then you've got a mug with candy canes on the floor and you have to try to take the candy canes out of your mug, scooping it up with the candy cane around your waist and then carry it to another mug and drop it. I mean, guys, I had tears. I was laughing so hard. My legs were burning, but I didn't even care. I laughed until it hurt. And like right alongside all my favorite girlfriends, we had the time of our lives. And I mean, I almost lost my voice then. I just laughed my butt off from beginning to end. Like we had things where like I had a cup on my head and this girl, I just met her that night. Like some of these people are new friends. Other people, you know, been coming for a while but she had to throw cotton balls and they had to hit the cup on my head. And I mean, again, like I didn't even know her at the start of the night, but I was laughing until it hurt. And these are the nights that you need. And that was the one of the worst days I've had in a long time, by the way. I was in a little bit of an argument with somebody I really care about and it wasn't a good feeling. And that energy was making me feel gross all day. And I think if, if I had allowed, if I had stayed home and decided not to go out because I was feeling that way, um, I don't think that that argument with the person I'm talking about would have resolved itself because I would have been still in a negative mindset. But because I went out and had the time of my life, I actually, we, when I got home, everything resolved really easily. And I think that's because of the good energy I was carrying. Not to mention, on the way to this event, I had a deer come flying out of the side of the road, I would say like within a half an inch of my bumper narrowly missed it. I had to yard on my brakes and this was in like freezing rain kind of conditions. And my head touched ever so gently the windshield in front of me. And I know you're going to ask, did you have your seatbelt on? I did, but the chest part, it wasn't put on, it wasn't like properly across my chest. So that was my own fault. But anyway, the story is just that I, do I think that outcome would have happened if I had been in a real negative state of mind? I don't isn't that funny like I actually wonder if I might have gotten into a crash with this deer but because I was really lifting myself up and looking forward to something and having fun and I just think that you attract the good stuff in but my whole point of this whole thing is just nights like that are key but it can't just be an event like that that you rely on these things happening because those are kind of few and far between I mean that's a once a year thing we all do with the holidays to do like a fun mom's night out slash like, you know, celebrate the holidays together. And and it's not something that happens all the time. We do do girl nights out and they're always an adventure and fun and we laugh a lot. But, um, but those are just not all the time. And so waiting for those things to happen in order to be happy, again, I just think it's not the way to go. But not saying no to things that you know will likely be a good time, <laughs> you know, that's not a good way to go either. Um, I think any experiences you can give yourself that have the potential for a good time, you should try it. And then just make sure you are that light, that you are bringing that joy and energy and enjoying the time. So even though today for me holds a lot of like work things, I'm putting an air quote, I am going to make sure that every single one that I do is bringing the fun element. Like right now I'm having a good time talking about this because I'm reliving fun experiences in my mind that literally raised me right up. I'm thinking about people who bring high energy to my life, which again will raise me up. <laughs> I am enjoying a drink that I love. My dog, ooh, 
Look at that. He's actually in the hallway, I think. He's not even bothering me right now. Look at that. See, maybe I brought that on too. Although he does love the good energy, so my guess is we'll see him before the end of the show. But at any rate, I'm enjoying some time with my dog. I'm going to have my warm shower. I'm going to, you know, get my house cleaned up and ready before my, um, not live, but it's a Zoom call I have to do for uh, a class I'm in. Um, I'm going to chat with a friend who I'm looking forward to. Uh, all these things. So these are all things that are on my my immediate horizon. We're not forward planning like next week I'm going to do this. No. I have not once in the last, I would say, hmm, maybe three weeks, I have not stopped cleaning. And I know that sounds crazy. But listen, spring cleaning, let's talk about that for a minute. What is it about spring cleaning that gets people excited? It's that fresh feeling when everything's just like, ooh, out with the old, right? And so we love it. But why on earth do we wait till spring to start it? And spring's a busy time anyway. Like the winter to me is a little more of a quiet time where I'm inside. And plus Christmas, you start bringing in more stuff. So I like to do it this time of year and hopefully be done. This year, I want to be done by spring, which is hilarious because I know that's a stretch from now. But this is why. This is a deep clean. I am literally like if there is a cabinet, I'm taking everything out of it. And then I'm only putting in the things that I really love and bring me joy back in. Because it's funny, you think like, oh, got to put this strainer in here and this bowl and this whatever. I started looking at all this stuff crap really that I've accumulated and I'm like what on earth I just started throwing things out I threw away old vases I don't how many vases do you need this is a real question like I <laughs> I think I might use one a couple times a year but for the most part if I get flowers they almost always come in a vase a new vase so what on earth am I holding on to like 50 million ugly vases for so garbage garbage <laughs> I'm just like I'm of the release mindset right now which is Guess what? Opening up all of this space to receive. Now, I'm big on like feng shui and bagua. If you guys have never looked at a bagua map, you should. It's very telling. Um, and then if there's areas of your life, like if there is career, if there is, um, you know, love or whatever, there's different areas of your house that represent that area. And if it's all cluttered up, and dirty or whatever, it's not going to bring in the energy that you want into your life. So clearing out those spaces, and then there's other things you can do to promote, like, um, you know, I think it's like rose quartz or whatever, if you put rose quartz in the love area and like things like that. Like I know I have a, um, what is it called? Like a jade plant um, in my living room. And I want to say it was because it was the health area when my husband was doing his cancer stuff. So I had put it in there and the, and wood, you wanna put wood in that area. I don't know, you get where I'm going. So anyway, working on all that has made me feel, oh, free. Like I just feel like there's this openness, but at any rate, every day I continue to, so that's the like, it's not a pursuit of happiness per se, but it is in a way, I'm constantly going after that end result feeling that I want, right? So that in that sense, it's a pursuit of happiness because I'm going after wanting to have it completed and feel really good of a space. And double bonus, if I decide to move, I'm ready. I don't have a whole bunch of stuff to have to sort through. I don't have to be like, oh, I need to get a storage shed. I'm not ready to like, no. I could put it on the market and I'm ready to <laughs> ready to roll. So it's like, you know, there's twofold here. But at any rate, it brings me joy every day. Like I'm loving this. I'm going through old memories and all that stuff as I'm like, you know, releasing but it feels so good. Oh my gosh, I love walking through spaces that are newly cleaned and decorated and whatever. It's just a great vibration. So 
That's one of the methods I'm using. I don't know, I'm kind of echoey all of a sudden. I heard my microphone make a pop and now I feel like I'm echoing. I'm gonna get a little closer. So there are strategies here. The main thing, don't be pursuing your happiness. Be experiencing your joy. Seriously, guys, every single second of the day, because if you can tip that scale, I talk about this every single episode, if you can tip that scale, in your favor of having more moments of experiencing that joy in your day instead of going after the achievement of a happy future, you will find the happy future magnetizes to you so much faster than if you're spending all your time in the grind. So if you can do a pursuit of happiness in a joyful experience, how about that thought? Like how lit will that be? Because you're actually doing both (laughs) not one at the expense of the other make the pursuit so joyful that you're now getting your happy desires in a joyful pursuit it's awesome i mean how cool is that like really think on those words and just how powerful that could be because i know everyone says the joys in the journey but it that's kind of like the perfect expression of it right it really explains those words in a beautiful way Because if what you're going after is so hard to get there and it's a struggle and it's a sacrifice, that's not going to bring you what you desire. And I hate to tell you that. But if the plight to get there, instead of being a plight, turns into delight, I guess, (laughs) it's pure, like, fun. And, like, the whole time you're just enjoying watching the little achievements and you're feeling proud and you're happy and you're surrounded by good people, then all of it, right? Then you get it all. You get to enjoy your daily experience. You've tipped the scale and being more joyful than struggle. And so that means your future is going to be painted with joy. So (laughs) use these strategies, guys. This is powerful, powerful stuff. Uh, He really did light this inside of me, this little like, desire to really use those words and really think on my every moment of every day because losing touch with where you're at too can be a real like uh, point of of failing at this process so in other words um, throughout the day some maybe you set a timer maybe you just remind yourself to check in on the hour every hour whatever it is so that you can just remember like am I doing something right now that's not really that I'm not feeling like excited about. Cause there's a difference too between just meh <laughs> and actually being like, oh, I like doing this right now. Like yesterday I was in a full state of meh, but it did lead to some excitement. Like I had to tackle a whole bunch of bill issues and like I had a fraudulent charge of my credit card that I had to resolve and get my credit card turned back on. And then cause it was off, then the auto pay things didn't go through. So I had to call on those. Like that's a bunch of meh, right? But even in that, try to find a little gratitude. Like, how great is it that my credit card company even noticed that fraudulent charge and shut down the card before anything else happened, right? And that they notified me. That's amazing. And how lucky am I to have a credit card to begin with? Some people don't even have access to funds at the holidays. And, you know, so if you can still stay in the, like, I'm just really happy that I have this. And, like, it'd be a little a little nudge above a meh. <laughs> but, um, you know, try to make a check-in point throughout your day and check in with like, am I starting to sink into meh? Am I starting to sink into like struggle or, you know, just boredom or where are you at? 
um, when I check in with myself more often than not lately, I'm like, I'm having a good time. And because of it, things are going really well for me right now. So I want that for all of you. So try some of these tips and then report back. Let me know what you think and how it worked out. And if you had struggles with certain parts of it, let me know on that too, because that could be a great topic for an upcoming podcast. Because as always, I love having you guys with me along this journey. It's helping me grow and hopefully I'm helping a lot of you grow. Um, Mindset's everything, you know? That's really where all this boils down to. It really should be the mindset podcast because of tongue twister. Just because it really is all based around where mentally we fall on a day to day. And so checking in with that and keeping it out of the pursuit of happiness and out of the struggle of trying to achieve and just allowing the here and now, the present to be so, I mean, you don't even have to allow, it's already joy-filled. You have to see it. You have to be opening your eyes to notice what's around you that's really great. And a lot of people will argue for their limitations around this and be like, no, you don't understand. My life is not great right now. It's terrible. I'm losing everything. And Okay go on with that. (laughs) And if that's the future you want, that's what you can sit in. (laughs) But if you're sick of sitting in your stuff and allowing yourself to have things to complain about, just embrace the goodness around you because there is something. No matter what, give me any person on this planet, I'll find something they can be grateful for. So (laughs) don't give me that argument. Just go find it. Go celebrate it and find people that raise you up and go spend some time with them. All right, guys. Thank you, as always. Another fun episode, and I'm excited about hearing what you all do in your lives to just embrace this whole thing. So don't forget to report back. Subscribe, download, follow, all the good stuff so you can be with me again next week. All right, take care, guys.